0: Was dead. She looked around, ducking splintered palms and wilted moontear vines, frowning at a separating mess of a flower bed. Then she spied something beyond it. There, at the garden's heart, curled in a nest of his own sorrow, lay the soldier. Pausing here, Hanani shifted a fraction of her attention back to the waking realm. Dayu, I'll need more dream bile soon. Yes, Hanani, um, I mean, sharer-apprentice. That done, Hanani returned to the dream of the hidden garden. The soldier lay with knees drawn up and arms wrapped about himself as if for comfort. In the curve of his body, a gaping wound spilled his intestines into a hole at the nest's heart. She could see nothing beyond the hole, only that perverse umbilical connecting him to it. Death said the air around him. Not here, petitioner, she replied. These are the Shadowlands. There are better places to die. He did not move, hungering again for death. Again she demurred. Memory, she offered, to entice him. Anguish flared up in cold purple-white wisps, wreathing the area around the nest as a new form coalesced. Another man, older, bearded in the way of those who bore northern blood, also garbed as a soldier, but clearly of some higher rank than Hanani's soldier. A relative, mentor, lover, beloved, whoever he was. Gone, Hanani's soldier whispered, gone without me. May he dwell in her peace forever, she said. Extending her hands to either side, she trailed her fingers through the ring of mist. Where she touched, delicate deep red threads blended and pulsed into the white. She uses more, dream blood; She'll run out at that rate. Then we'll give her more. The desert scum have nearly cut him in two, man. What do you expect? Hanani's soldier moaned and curled into a tighter ball as red threads stretched forth from the wall's soaking into his skin. Abruptly, the mists flickered, the bearded soldier's image growing insubstantial as shadows. New scenes formed instead, appearing and overlapping and fading with each breath. A lonely perch atop a wall, sword practice, a barracks bed, a river barge. Hanani coaxed the memories to continue, inserting gentle suggestions to guide them in a new direction loved ones, life. The scenes changed to incorporate the bearded soldiers and others, doubtless the petitioner's comrades or cast kin. They laughed and talked and worked at daily tasks. As the images flowed, Hanani reached carefully around the man and into the hole that was devouring him. The first contact sent pain slamming up her arm like a blow, but cold, so terribly cold. She gasped and fought the urge to cry out as her fingers stiffened and froze and cracked apart. No. She formed her soul name syllables within her mind, and clarity washed through her, a reminder that this was a dream and she was its master. This pain is not my own. When she drew her hand back, it was whole. But the man was not. The pain was devouring him. She focused on the images again, noting one of a tavern. The petitioner was not there, although his dead beloved and other comrades were, laughing and singing a lusty song. There was danger in this, she realized abruptly. The petitioner had been injured in a raid, his beloved killed. She had no idea whether the rest of his companions had been cut down as well. If so, then what she meant to attempt might only increase his death hunger. There was no choice but to try. As though you want her to fail Yahamui. Of course not. The council simply wants to be certain of her competence. And if the council knew the first thing about healing, that would be. What is that noise? I'm not certain. It came from the tithing alcoves. Dayu? Everything all right, boy? Distractions could be dangerous, even deadly in narcomancy. Focusing her mind on the task at hand, Hanani reshaped the tavern scene around her soldiers.